0: Hello and welcome, you are listening to No Country for Healthy Living, a podcast where we try to guide you towards new levels of growth, love, love, and connection you never thought possible. My name is Kaylee.
1: And I am Laura, and welcome, welcome. Thank you for coming. Hello, hello.
0: <laughs> We're feeling a little crazy today. It's a fun so Friday. Have fun with so. that. <laughs> Yes, it's a Friday. We've been uh, sitting here talking for like an hour and a half.
1: Yeah, (laughs) and we have technically been already recording for about twenty minutes, but yes, that that is a minor detail.
0: (laughs) Listen, listen, we just (laughs) kept talking. (laughs) I
1: can't help it. Okay, we see each other once a week. We gotta catch up.
0: It's true, it's true, it's very true. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Well, so. Laura, how are you doing? Let's check in with the peeps. <laughs> um, I'm doing pretty good. Um, hmm.
1: I guess work has been pretty good. And like I was telling you, Mark has vacation this week. So I will be seeing a lot more of him, which that is very, very, very exciting. Yeah. I it's
0: feel always like nice I when you can see, see your significant other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always nice.
1: It yeah. is. And my mom finally booked her and my sister's plane ticket to come stay with us for about like a week or so in October. Yay. So that's
0: exciting. Yay. Yeah. That's a good I know thing, my I, mom, so I know my mom's supposed to be coming up eventually, because my sister had a baby, so... Yeah, like, I gotta when come you say come? hi, hello. <laughs> right? That's good, I'm glad you get to see your mom and your sister. I'm excited Ooh. for you. That's fun. It's always <laughs> fun. It's always yes, nice to get to so. see your family when they're far away.
1: Yeah, especially since me and my sister have always been, like, super close, so it's... Mm-hmm. She's like my little weird twin. Like I told you, we we opera sing together all the time. My mom will join yeah. in too, so it's like just little all of us, I guess. <laughs> it's a family affair. Thank you very much. <laughs> exactly. Nobody understands about us, so
0: exactly. It happens. It's okay.
1: It's great. It's <laughs> awesome. I love it. <laughs> yes.
0: So how have you been, though? Um. Let's see, work wise has been a little frustrating because <laughs> of other vendors, but you know, we're getting through it. We're we're doing the damn thing. Uh... <laughs> anyways, Aww. today's topic is periods.
1: Oh, wowzes, okay right there's no here. transition yes, we should
0: just stop telling people there's no transition and just tell them the topic
1: A boom i know but i wasn't even ex- expecting it so i was like okay we're ready gotcha <laughs>
0: surprise
1: <Here>. to everyone. <laughs> everyone we do want to talk about periods um because you know obviously believe it or not all right um, half of the population has a uterus and have to go through their own experience with it. You know.
0: I'm sorry. What was that percentage there? Okay. It's it was it's how much of the the population, Laura? Half of the population has a half. uterus. Half, fifty percent. Just, I just want that to be mm. very clear. <clears throat> mm. Thank you. Okay, yes. just.
1: You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> and everybody has to have their own experience with it. You know, one way or another. If you're born with a uterus, you have an experience with it and Mm -hmm. not always, but most likely periods. Um, but you know, when it comes to periods though, we're coming to find out that there's a lot of important things to talk about around the subject of PMS. And today Mm -hmm. we wanted to touch upon, you know, a few at least, maybe there'll be another episode, you know, when we want to kind of, you said, you said no,
0: no, I said, yeah. I, I oh, said, yeah. You're, no. I thought you were no, just straight Laura, up like, no. no. I'm saying like, it oh. right now. Right here, right now. Never again. This is it. The one time we get to talk about this topic is here and now. You were just Never like, again. No. Never. <laughs> Never just, cut the right. fuck off. You say everything you need to say here and now. <laughs> Never talking a long about episode, this again. Y'all. Yes, we're going to talk about this again. There are so many different... Areas of this topic that should be talked about and normalized. So, yes, there will be more episodes (laughs) in the future, I'm sure.
1: Yes, thank you. Okay. (laughs) I I was like, oh, well, maybe you should have told me that before, but okay.
0: Did I mention we were a little crazy today? Because. I don't think you A little crazy today. (laughs) I haven't taken my medication all week, and that's purely by accident, but we're here. We're queer. Doing it, <laughs> we're doing
1: it. All right. <coughs> well, anyways, we will d- delve into further on of uh, maybe other episodes into other topics today. Is just kind of like start the conversation with surface surface conversations. You know, get it going, get it flowing. Exactly. Stop it, stop it. Uh, I was punny on purpose. <laughs> I'm gonna make myself laugh. <laughs> you guys can suck it. I'm
0: hilarious. I didn't catch it until you said that. I was like, wait, what? Oh, that's fucking funny. <laughs>
1: thank you, thank you. Oh,
0: God, this is going to be a chaotic episode. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to get through it.
1: <sighs> Good luck. Oh,
0: oh gosh. gosh. Ah. But, yes, there are a lot of topics, like we said, <laughs> uh, under the period... That we must talk about. That should be talked about and that should be normalized in conversations because it's a normal thing that, like Laura said, half of the population experiences. Yeah. We're going to talk about it. So, you know, for starters, in talking about making it normal and shit, a lot of people feel embarrassed or uncomfortable when talking about their periods you know even even though like i said have population Mm -hmm. has period experiences comes along with period you know it's it's important to normalize the menstrual cycle because it's normal it's fucking normal We like talking about stigmas and tearing them down and talking about how terrible they are. Um, and some stigmas around periods are that they're dirty, they're shameful, they're an excuse for the way you act, um, and that only females experience periods is not true none of these things are true (laughs) these are stigmas that need to be washed away from this earth and forgotten about because they don't belong here i would
1: absolutely agree you know you know because you know periods aren't dirty and they're not something to have shame for or over and How you feel is valid regardless of, you know, if you are PMSing or not. And you can have a uterus, Mm -hmm. get your period, and still not identify as a a female. You know, like you said, they're... Stigmas are stupid, and we need to start calling them out by name.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Because nobody nobody should feel shame over a normal function that their body performs for their own health and benefit you have a period because you have to shed your your uterine lining that is an important process for the body to do you know when you have an egg you got to get rid of it it's just it's part of the process your body does this naturally you know Mm -hmm. it's not something that you should ever feel ashamed of, you know?
1: Absolutely not. And I think that, you know, talking about these stigmas around family or friends or your kids even can really Mm -hmm. open up awareness to their bodies and to other people's bodies to feel comfortable, you know, whether, you know, you have a period problem or when they have a period problem, you know, they can speak up, too, and feel okay about it, or you're okay with helping another person, um, Mm -hmm. or even when your child first gets their period, you know, I feel like a lot of, a lot of
0: kids panic,
1: you know, and they're like... Because you're
0: suddenly losing a bunch of blood out of the area where you normally just pee, and... Yeah. You don't know what's going... You're like, oh my god, I'm dying. Like, why is, why is this happening? Because some kids get them very young. Yeah. Not everyone gets it when they're 12, 13, 10, whatever. A lot of kids get it sometimes when they're 6, 7, 8. It, everyone's different of what age that their period starts for them. So it's important that They have the knowledge to know what it is, how they can Mm -hmm. take care of it, how they can help someone else who experiences it, you know, because that's a, that's a scary thing to suddenly just have a lot of blood because a lot of kids are taught blood is like not good. Blood is bad. Blood usually means there's like an injury or
1: something. Um... (laughs) I work with high need students, and so um, a few years back I was working with this girl, and while I was working with her, not, like, that day or whatever, but, you know, in the time period I was working with her, at some point she got her period, and we had to really Mm. discuss it with her, like, what it was, because... Like, she would go to the bathroom sometimes, and, like, it would start or whatever, and she goes, I'm bleeding! It's okay, it's okay, it's my period. Like, she had to, like, remind herself, because, like, that's the panic she had, and I'm like, I totally get it. Like... Because she
0: wasn't prepared for this experience. Or at least, I'm gonna assume, she wasn't fully prepared for this experience, because... Clearly, she needed to be taught what was happening, and remind and had to even remind herself that it wasn't a bad thing that this is this is natural yeah it was a team effort for sure well yeah (laughs) that's a scary experience your body has a bunch of blood coming out of it or even a little bit that's still
1: scary I, see, I feel like, for me, I was, like, semi-prepared where, you know, I was at that age where my mom had me carry around, like, a pad or something, no matter where I went, just in case, so I was prepared in that way, but I was still, like, it wasn't like a panic, see, it was like a, what is going on,
0: you know? I didn't really understand it. I knew what it was, because I had two older sisters, and my mom usually had hers, so... I would see the pads, I would see the tampons, I would see the blood, I would see all the things, so, and, like, I, I think at one point someone told me what they were, because I probably asked, I don't remember that part, my brain memories can't go back that far, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but I, I do know that eventually I understood what I've had in a tampon were for. that they're for your vagina when it bleeds, but mine wasn't bleeding yet so Mm -hmm. when it did happen I was like oh all right this is happening right yeah Yeah. I don't even remember what age I got my first period at honestly I don't even remember how old I was I think I might have been in. I don't I that's the thing about my brain I don't remember a lot of Things, especially from when I was a kid, a lot of memories have slipped me, and I do not remember when my first period was. I know a lot of kids are like, I was like eight years old, I was like hanging out with this girl in this place, and suddenly I got my period, and I'm like, I don't remember. I
1: was like 13 or something, and I I think I was in like middle school, but. Right, and I feel like I think the only reason I remember is because my, my Alabama grandmother has always made such a big deal about the period or whatever, mm. and um, so she she was like, you're a woman now, and she, like, sent me flowers, and I'm like, you're, you're things." Yeah, <laughs> I,
0: I, it might have been sometime in, like, I'm going to say somewhere between 6th to 8th grade. I know it wasn't, like, high school. I know I had it before high school. Somewhere between sixth and eighth grade, can't fully remember. (laughs) But, anyways, we digress. Back to the topic. Yes, we do. Um, Oh my goodness. Unfortunately, you know, when it comes to these periods, um, some people tend to get hormone disorders, you know, or other complications that. Are tied to the menstruation cycle and it's good to know about those things when we're educating kids on periods you know because these things are things like PCOS, PMDD, um, endometriosis you know these Mm -hmm. are really big things really important things to know about you know Cramps, mild mood swings, you know, due to hormone changes, bleeding, you get some fatigue, your appetite might change. Um, Those are all normal for someone who experiences PMS. But if you are someone who has a lot of pain in any region of your abdominal area, your vagina, inside, outside, if you're someone who experiences either a lot of bleeding or not at all um if you're someone who experiences severe mood swings, where you feel out of control completely like just completely out of control that's not normal it's not normal mm-hmm. to feel these things and these this is when you need to go and talk to your doctor and as was cut out and I have to state it again though you didn't hear that I stated it if your doctor does not believe you or doesn't listen to you or thinks you're making it up whatever excuse find a different doctor who will listen to you and who will help you because you have a right to be helped, and that is why they became a doctor. And I am salty now because I have to repeat all of this.
1: It took me a few doctors to get to one that I was most comfortable with, and really, yes, uh, a topic I we I have did discussed before. I did. <laughs> yes.
0: yes, I have told Laura before. Fuck your doctor.
1: Get a new one. Get a new one. <laughs>
0: and I was like wait I can do that I can do that you (laughs) can't because you're not in a contract with these fucking people if they're not serving you go find someone who is going to do what they literally signed up to do and that's to help you feel relief from whatever kind of pain you're experiencing you know you you have a right to feel relief from pain and you shouldn't be in pain all the time it's and that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Take care of yourself. Advocate for yourself. Say fuck the patriarchy. Go get yourself a doctors <laughs> gonna goddamn listen to you.
1: <clears throat> yeah. And I feel like these things just aren't talked about enough. They're not as common topics as they should be. And I feel like they're also not very much talked about in schools specifically no. and you know, yeah, maybe some someone had no yeah, okay. D- bring it back now, y'all. Okay.
0: <laughs> we're doing okay. fine. We're doing fine. We're
1: doing great. We're not Did I out of control crazy dumpster crazy fire. I this
0: episode?
1: <laughs> I used to call myself an out of control dumpster fire, and that's just what this whole episode is. Out of control dumpster fire.
0: <laughs> Your coaches have we're broken. Here. We're chaotic right broken. now.
1: <laughs> we need it some days, but... I got this. So yeah, maybe you had a school that talked a little about, you know, puberty and PMSing, but no one really tells you enough information about this topic Mm -mm. and you know, they don't continue with the education, at least not me personally. I mean, I'm sure some people out there, they did, you know, great things, but my healthcare system didn't do too much. And I feel like one, you know, telling us one time in fifth grade isn't going to like stick. See,
0: for me, I didn't have sex education until 8th grade in my school. The year that they decided to bring back music and give us a health class. Um, And then I didn't get um, a health class until high school. And we, I don't remember a lot of period talk. He's not, like, in-depth, and I don't know if it was each year we took health, but I know there was one year where the boys and girls were separated. Like, one semester, the boys would be in health, the girls would be in gym, and then they would swap the second semester, and then sometimes there would be some things that we'd be together for, but usually were right. separate. Um, exactly. Exactly. But I don't remember learning much about my period, necessarily. Yeah. At least not like PCOS and hormone disorders no. and things None like that. that, you know? Yeah.
1: Which are thing, it's things to, you know, they're important topics because, you know, if you are experiencing pain, you might think, this is the normal amount of pain I'm supposed to be feeling when in, actual, in actuality, it's definitely not. Exactly. You know?
0: I I experience a good chunk of pain when I'm on mine. You know? Um, not anything too crazy to be majorly concerned about, but when I was having issues with my right leg, um, having, like, constant flare-ups of inflation in my joints and, like, all that stuff, um my period would affect them really badly. Like, yeah. when I would have my period, I would have really bad cramps to the point that it would... Mm-hmm. My body would get to this point that it would cause my right leg to flare up. Like, my hip would flare up, my knee would flare up, my foot would flare up. Like, it'd be the whole leg just spread right down. Yeah. It would be one... It would start it in real. my hip, and it would spread right down. And normally... when that would happen like it would just happen sporadically out of nowhere but it didn't happen all the time and it's really I can't really walk very well or it's really hard to walk when my leg would flare up and I would get this inflammation in my joints and my period would cause that to actually like act up and get worse and like get to the point where, like, I couldn't walk, I'd be cramping so hard that, like, I couldn't walk, like, you know, it was just, I was in a lot of pain, and now, you know, like, my birth control helps with that, like, I still get some side effects from my period, you know, I still get some cramping, some uncomfortableness, but it doesn't make my whole right leg flare up anymore, and, you know, make it Mm -hmm. hard for me to walk, you know, (laughs) it's not nearly as bad, but, like, I was at a, I was, there was a point where I wasn't having anything to help me except, like, some Tylenol. And it was exced- excedrin, like, extra strength. When someone handed me a bottle of mitol, I laughed in their face. I was like, ha, <laughs> what do you think that's going to do? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. It's not gonna touch it. My body's gonna laugh at me for putting that in my system. <laughs> my <You> body's <laughs> going to laugh at me. Mock you know, me, body. But now that I've started taking better care of myself, too, like, you know, exercising helped with the inflammation in my joints
1: a Absolutely. lot.
0: Absolutely. So that's one of the things that helped with that factor. Now, sometimes my period will cause my joints to flare up a little bit in my leg, but it never gets to the point where I can't walk, you know? It never gets yeah. to a really bad point because... I now know how to take care of my body better and listen to those pain signals. If it were to get worse, I'd go talk to my doctor and be like, "Alright, listen, I don't know what's going on, but fig- <laughs> help me figure it, it please. out, please." Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I don't, me figure it out. I don't like it, you know? But <laughs> <clears throat> but I didn't so know what to the look thing, for. You know, these are
1: Yeah, that's that's why these topics are so important and mm-hmm. you know, should be Talked with, with everyone of all genders and all, all-ish ages, honestly, you know? I didn't know I wasn't supposed to be able to walk. It. <laughs> right, not yeah. I, didn't, I
0: didn't know feeling like I could, it was really hard to walk Was wasn't supposed to be normal, you know? It,
1: you know, and kind of like not talking about it mixed with splitting up the classes, you know it kind of makes it difficult for those kids that don't necessarily feel at home and they're, you know, assigned uh, sex mm-hmm. at birth and need that extra education and inclusiveness to kind of mm-hmm. understand a little bit everything. And that is another topic from our sex education episode where, you know, mm-hmm. they don't even really talk about transgender or nope. other genders or,
0: you know. Or maybe just not understanding no s- how you feel in your body. You know? Yeah. Maybe you just don't understand the way you're feeling and that that's normal. That it takes time to figure those feelings out. They don't teach you about that. And a lot of kids are forced to sit there and suffer in silence, and that's not okay. No, never okay. Well, we have officially caught up to where we realized... We weren't recording. I would like to point that out. Sounds good, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, uh, so. From this point forward, the last part of the subject that we want to discuss with you guys today is one that, you know, we didn't consider or think about until uh, the research started, basically, you know?
1: Yeah. But to uh, looking into all my, because I have a lot of like, we have a lot of facts in our heads, you know. But I want to make sure that they're actual facts. Of course, because it's been a long time, you know. Brush up, well, and then these things all just started popping out, and I was like, ah, oh, I
0: didn't even. Well, that's the thing even, is when you do uh... <laughs> research, you you remember more, or you learn new things that you didn't even know. And you're like, oh, yeah. I gotta bring this to the table because you need to know about yeah. it because I didn't yeah. even know about it. Who else doesn't know about it? So. I I exactly. love it because you bring something, I'll read through the notes that you read and I'm like, what the fuck? I just learned something new. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It just blew my mind. Yeah. Absolutely. But, you know, we yeah. wanted to talk about, you know, how people who live in low-income to middle-income countries or parts of countries that have very serious challenges around affording the appropriate sanitary tools, you know, such as pads, tampons, cups, uh, even soap and water, in order to get them through their menstruation cycle. You know, in some areas, there are kids, teens that have to miss school and stay home because they're just bleeding so much, and it's, they don't have the appropriate tools to help them to be able to get through the day without it going through their clothes and just everywheres, you know? Yeah. And that means these kids are missing a quarter of their education opportunities. A quarter. I'm going to say it again. A quarter. That's a lot.
1: That's a lot. That's a lot. And it's, it's when i was reading about this article which our link is obviously our links are always in our
0: yes, whatever information in the description area
1: yes uh, they were talking about they were they were more talking about it about females which is you know fine or whatever um, but they were saying that you know on top of other stigmas that females already face in a lot of places having this one on top of it is, like, mm. a double whammy. Like, they're missing out on so much more than so many people out there. Obviously, when we talk about periods, we are <clears throat> gender-inclusive, and, but it's just, yes. like, if you are, you know, it's, you get double whammied everywhere, and it's
0: fucked up. If you experience a period, if your body is built to make you experience a period, it's not fun, and you are going to miss out on certain opportunities if you don't have access to these things that can help you I don't wanna I don't know if maintain is the right word, but to help get you through it. (laughs) You know? Yeah, for sure. So that you can keep going through life while experiencing a normal part of your body's process you know it's not a fun process to experience every single month but yeah when you have access to the right tools to help you with it it can make a huge difference I mean I know I missed out on things because I was in so much pain I could not go and do those things because I don't know what to tell you. I'm in excruciating pain right now. I can barely think. I can yeah. barely stand. I can barely talk. I can barely breathe. You think I'm gonna come yeah. out and hang out right now? No. Yeah. No, no, Not no. happening. I don't think so. I don't Not think so.
1: No. Yeah, but do you, like, I... I guess I remember times where, like, I'd forget, like, or I'd run out of, like, a pad here and there or whatever. And, you know, you'd have to, like, do the tissue paper. Do to, the ta- the toilet pa- paper, like, around your toilet underwear Toilet paper around your underwear. <sighs> yeah. And I was like, I was like, this is, this sucks worst. or whatever. But, like, I, the, some of the things I was reading is, like, depending on where you live in the world, some makeshift, like, sanitary tools mm-hmm. include, like, obviously napkins and, like, yeah. stuff that we were talking about, but, like, socks, other forms of paper. Some places, some people are doing, like, animal skin and even leaves, just, like, anything to dry up anything, yeah. you know? And Something I'm like, that can hopefully
0: absorb.
1: That's so... That makes me so sad.
0: These are things hate that, that you should not be that. putting in your body.
1: I feel like um. I get so many UTIs, I would just die if I... Because I... If I can't have money for pads, I wouldn't have money for antibiotics and I would just die yeah
0: it's not it's not I mean even a lot of even a lot of tampon companies aren't safe to use because of chemicals yep. that they put on tampons you know if you're going to use tampons pay attention to what you're buying because you want to get ones that are hopefully natural and don't have chemicals on them because there's a fun little thing called what is it toxic shock syndrome yep it's not fun. Not good. It's not fun at all. It's not good for you. <laughs> uh, and these are things you have to know. Not everybody's taught that.
1: No, nope. it's important. And I feel like not only does money affect these issues, but the stigmas around periods stop people from reaching out for help when they, you know, can't, can't afford certain things. And mm-hmm. even when talking about it with their families or doctors to get help, you know, if they're feeling like something is wrong... Um, like, when you are having severe pain, like we talked about, like, they're too embarrassed or uncomfortable to even go to their doctor, mm-hmm. asking for help is just too much, and I, it should be so normalized, it should be so easy, you know, I've had many of females come up to me and ask me, do you have an extra one, you know, and I'm like, of course, you know, mm-hmm. it, it happens.
0: I don't, so, because of my birth control, because I have the IUD, I don't really have a period, I have the Mirena. So, I don't really have right. a period. You know, I have mild spotting now. Uh, some days I have a little bit of bleeding where I need a tampon. So, I always have a tampon on me. You know? Right. I've always got stuff on me because I never know if, something's, yeah. if it's going to just happen. It's you know? Because even yeah. with my birth control, you know, I still have periods, like I said. But I never know when... That period is going to be one that comes with bleeding. I never know anymore. That's the fun part of my periods is, am I going to bleed this time? Not. Am I going to be crampy and uh, cranky and and eat everything in sight? No, I'm going to do those things because I still experience those things. Um, Yes. (laughs) But I never know if I'm going to bleed. But I always have tampons. And I'm always also prepared because there are other people who might need something. And if someone needs it, I'm like, oh, I got you. Got you. Give me just a moment. I'll get you one. And I'm going to ask you, do you need super, small, medium? What you need? Do you need super plus? I might have one. Who knows? Who
1: knows? (laughs) It could be a crazy day happening, all right? Exactly.
0: (laughs) All right. Anyways, you know. Yeah, but, you know, we, we should be educating kids on your menstrual on menstrual cycles and reproductive topics um to make them feel comfortable about talking about it and so that they're prepared in case someone they know goes through one of these things or has questions or doesn't know and needs to be informed Everyone should be informed so they're prepared and so that they're comfortable around the topic. Yeah. What makes things uncomfortable to talk about is when we avoid talking about it and we ignore it like it's not there.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. That's the worst part. Everyone, like, and when it is talked about, it's almost like it's talked about in a hush-hush way or whatever. And I'm like, nah,
0: man. I can't tell you how many times I used to, like, whisper, you know, my period like when i would be like you know i was like on oh, my period you know like i'd get a little bit quieter now i'm like right. yeah i was on my fucking period i don't fucking care you know <laughs> deal with it right <laughs> you know it's like um, it should be normal we yeah and one thing that we also need is we need the support of our governments and our communities mm-hmm. to provide adequate adequate infrastructure you know access to affordable sanitary products and gender equity for everyone to manage their periods. Viagra is government funded. Mhm. Viagra. It's just a drug to help your limp dick. And yet I have <laughs> to pay like 40 bucks for a package of tampons and pads. I was, that I may just, not even get I, me through my whole <laughs> fucking period.
1: Exactly. And they're fucking expensive, and its I wrote down the title of a, another episode we could do about, like, the pink tax and bullshit like that. And oh, like that's it, another topic we're going to be talking about. I know. Is the fucking pink tax. <laughs> it's bullshit. bullshit. So. But this is an experience, you know, period, Um, that, uh, you know, 50% of people... Have the, I don't know, is it opportunity? Because, like I said, not everyone has their periods who do have uh, a uterus or whatever. You know, things happen,
0: of course. But, like, 50% of Everybody's body is built differently. Yes. Whether you identify a certain way or not, sometimes you're born with certain parts. Sometimes you're born without them. Sometimes your body is made weird different ways something happened and things just did whatever they wanted to do, but there are still people who experience this that have a right to be able to talk about it and yeah, not feel, feel uncomfortable. In their bodies. Exactly. Yeah. You should be able to feel comfortable talking about something that you experience naturally or don't experience. Maybe you are. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe you do identify as a female and you don't get to experience having a period. Even if it's not something fun to experience, you still don't get to know what that's like. And, you know, you have a right to be able to talk about that and be comfortable talking yeah. about these things.
1: And I just, I, it really needs like a lot of support, it needs change, and it needs normalization so that everyone can. Feel comfortable in their bodies and be comfortable with other people's bodies. You know, I feel like we got too many opinions about other people's bodies and it's like it's not even
0: yours. Our bodies do
1: weird shit,
0: okay, that we literally can't control. They do necessary shit. It's gross sometimes. Don't get me wrong. But your body's doing it for a reason. And it's usually to help you. So we should be allowed to talk about it, be educated about it, and know how to understand it and be comfortable with it and not feel like, oh, that's that's too much information. Like, stop saying TMI, I but I was that. on my period. No, <clears throat> no, just start saying, well, I was on my period. Like, it's yeah. fucking normal. <laughs> <I was thinking laughs> like, it's normal. fucking and,
1: normal. And I feel like, you know... There are ways and things we can do to help.
0: Exactly. um,
1: In in all of these ways, um, and that may include, you know, doing your part to educate your children about these Mm -hmm. things or fight for more education and inclusivity If You like that? (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Inclusivity. Thank you. (laughs) Along with proper access to affordable or, you know, free sanitary products, you know, and you know another thing you can check out is there are some charities and nonprofits that I was reading about you know out there specifically to help these kinds of situations, where you know there's places where they can't afford enough mm-hmm. sanitary tools and products, or like I said even or like Kaylee said even soap or water sometimes is difficult, exactly. and there are things you can do to help out. You know, mm-hmm. plenty of
0: things you, you can know, do to donate. help.
1: Donate, volunteer, however you can,
0: you know? Even if you only Any have, part. like, a dollar you can spare, you'd be surprised at how easily a dollar can add up if everybody's donating even just a dollar. It can add up, and yeah. it can do a lot for somebody who otherwise can't get access to these things. And, you know, if we remember to, we will probably link some... Charities down in the description if you guys are interested in trying to give back, donate anything like that. We'll do some research and we'll find a couple that we can put down below. There are also like YouTubers out there and TikTokers even like Instagramers that talk about sex education Um, and normalizing periods. One of my favorite YouTubers is Hannah Witten. She Mm -hmm. is from the UK. I love her. She does sex education on online, and she talks about periods openly, the body openly, just so many things. I highly recommend her if you're looking for someone to teach you a little bit more about sex education and being comfortable with your body and periods and all those fun, wonderful things in normalizing our bodies, because we need to normalize our bodies. Absolutely.
1: Because they are
0: normal, even if they're a little weird sometimes. Like we all, I know we need experience like, things. Like, it
1: we we need to normalize not only what our bodies do, but also what our bodies look like, which is exactly we have talked about that before. But it, it's both pieces. So. <clears throat> we need to normalize
0: the inside and the outside because I hate to break yes. it to you, but it's all one big beautiful thing that works to keep you going and keep you alive and to keep you existing on this planet and you do yes. matter and you are and you're allowed to and exist and you are Mhm.
1: And I was, sorry, I was going to say that you're more than just your body, you know. You're yes. the soul
0: that lives within. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you matter. You're allowed to live. Healthily, you're allowed to know what your body's doing. You're allowed to ask questions about your body. You're allowed to talk about your body. You're allowed to not talk about your body. You can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. We just gotta normalize this shit. Because we all have a body. We all look different. We all act different. Our bodies act and react differently. And that's totally fine. But um, I think that's going to do it for this very chaotic (laughs) episode. Um, Yep. If we need to redo it, let me know. Having a lot of energy to not recording (laughs) for 20 minutes and having to redo it. It's fine having uh, technical issues with... Something causing static. You know, it's fine. It's fine. It's we fine. It. We're doing it. We got, it. Yeah. we got through it together. We're here. Um. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up, and uh, when I listen back to this tomorrow, we're gonna find out if this is worthy of being used.
1: <laughs> I know. Or how much out. is worthy,
0: <laughs> right? Yes. I may have to chop. A good chunk of this out. This is going to be interesting to edit. <laughs> Have
1: fun. Love you. But anyway, that <laughs> does it. you, everyone it. listening. This Thank is Thank you.
0: This is the end. Thank you all for listening, for joining us. If you're enjoying the podcast at all, then please go and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Helps us get seen by more people. If you can subscribe or follow us wherever you listen, that also helps. If you want to contact us on our socials at all, any questions, comments, concerns, topic ideas, things you want us to talk about, you can contact us on our Facebook and our Instagram, which is at No Country for Healthy Living, on both of those. You can also contact us on our email, which is at No Country for Healthy Living at gmail.com. <clears throat> Ignore the at at the beginning of that. I did not mean to say the at. <laughs> it's just a habit. Also, If you guys are interested in digging a little deeper into what you want to achieve in your own personal goals, or maybe you just want to be coached by Laura or myself, you can contact us on our personal Instagrams. Mine is at DearKitten3. Laura's is at YasQueenCoaching. That's Y-A-S, Queen Coaching. And once again, we thank you all for listening, joining us. We look forward to talking to you next time. Remember to stay safe and make healthy choices.